here we go, aka Patters. Thank you for joining me. I am Peter A. DeLuca, another known as the Pop Culture Pope, and we're talking Star Wars, we're talking Rogue One. Now, at this time in the Disney Star Wars scope, galaxy, perception, everyone thought this was working. We had a good start, a great start to a new trilogy, and the first spin-off movie was pretty damn good. Who wouldn't be excited for The Last Jedi coming? But first we had to get through Rogue One, and let's discuss that right now. Yeah, so as I said in the intro, quick note, thank you for joining me. Quick plug. <laughs> if you're listening to this, subscribe and leave a review. I don't care what network you're listening to me on. Help a brother out. Let's do this. Join the AKA Pad Army. We're only going to get bigger. And look, this 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 train, this train that I'm on, it's not going to stop. It, it it does not slow down. This train knows no quit. But anyway, let's get back to this because there's so much in Rogue One to discuss. As of right now, here's the crazy thing. Rogue One is considered one of the best Star Wars movies. Rogue One is considered the very best of Disney Star Wars. Rogue One is better than anything that the prequels put out. Anything that the new trilogy put out. Rogue One, arguably now, would you can say is the second best Star Wars movie. Second only to Empire Strikes Back. Now that's significant because people didn't feel that when this movie first came out. People knew it was good. People knew it was entertaining. The internet and the blog sphere and the YouTubers were obsessed with the reshoots. And they were convinced. They were convinced that these reshoots were, um, you know, bad. You know, they made the movie look bad. They uh, they, they had shots and, and, and stuff in the trailer that didn't end up in the movie. I'm not sure how that any of that, you know, matters. And then... These new movies come out. We have Last Jedi. We have Solo. We have Rise of Skywalker. We relatively have three straight movies that completely divide the fan base. That divide the core audience for Star Wars. And these three movies crank up <laughs> Rogue One. Because everyone basically had to also throw Force Awakens underneath the bus. If they don't like the other two saga movies. So, as a first spin-off movie, first official spin-off movie from Star Wars, this thing looked amazing. It felt amazing. Uh, maybe the best third act in all of Star Wars. The best callbacks, right? I mean, the, the way how they called back to uh, New Hope, it was just amazing, you know, with some of those pilots. So... What do we have here? Like, you know, what do we have with Rogue One? You know, I agree. I agree. I thought this movie was awesome when it came out. I remember walking out of the theater with my family, and we were just in, like, movie shock of how awesome it was. And, you know, December 16th, 2016. Let's, let's double-check the date. 2016. September 16, 2016. Directed by Gareth Edwards. Now, he comes from Godzilla. And before Godzilla, he made this uh, very awesome, low, independent kaiju movie called Monsters. Now, if we look at Godzilla, here's the awesome thing with Godzilla. Godzilla sets up this universe so well 
uh, you know, so it was easy to carry it over into Godzilla King of Monsters. Now, both of those movies get completely overlooked, even now. When Godzilla King of Monsters came out, no, uh, no one knew. No one knew how to watch that movie. Godzilla comes out, the only criticism that they have is not enough Godzilla. Even though, like, everything about Godzilla is explained. His nature is defined. <laughs> I don't know. This guy knows how to build worlds. Okay? Even if we look at Monsters, Monsters has had a sequel. He sets this up. Uh, it creates an amazingly high bar with Rogue One. And and there you go. Like, this guy knows what he's doing. Uh, I really wish they'd let him direct one of the saga movies. Because I think he, he, he gets the flavor of Star Wars. So, this movie is written by... Story by John Knoll, Gary Witta. Uh I think it's John Knoll. John Knoll uh, dates back to the early days of Lucasfilm. I believe he's one of the original developers for Adobe Photoshop. This guy has just one amazing um, backstory. You know, he's worked on a million movies. And this this was like this idea that he kind of brought to Kathleen Kennedy when the deal went through that Disney purchased Star Wars and that they were going to, you know, start a Star Wars film studio, which they really didn't have at time of purchase, which is really a reason why some of these movies fell off, I believe. So... We have a Star Wars super freak that, that comes up with the idea of Rogue One. You know, if you need to know the plot, there is this dumb story element, this plot hole, whatever you want to call it, in Star Wars New Hope. And that's how Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star, because he just shoots two torpedoes into a, like a hole, and it blows the whole freaking thing up, the thing's the size of a moon. And this is the backstory. This is the origin of how that happened. You know, like a, a purposeful built-in defection. You know, defect of the Death Star. that uh, A chain reaction. You know, that was left there by someone who didn't agree with the purpose of the Death Star. So he, he, he engineered a weakness. And this is that story. And, you know, along the way we have... Some of the best Star Wars action. We have a great idea of what the Force is. We have the Kyber crystals that go into the lore of Star Wars. They are the crystals used for the lightsabers. Um, We have, you can argue, the best Darth Vader sequence. I mean, at the end of this movie, that shook you when you saw Vader at the end of this movie. Um... You know, we have, I mean, if, if, if you want to look at this as like a prequel or almost like a reboot, you know, I mean, they incorporate the old and put in the new perfectly in this. Uh, the only other movie I can compare how well, you know, that did, that would be Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy and this movie echo each other uh, very well, pun intended, echo base. <laughs> That's a uh, Empire Strikes Back reference for anyone out there. But yeah, so, look, there was another recording of, of me talking about this when when uh, I first saw this movie. So, this might be the second or third episode for Rogue One. And it's the movie I watched 
probably the most because of the grittiness of the design. Uh, I love the look of this movie. I I just stare at it. I just put it on, you know, let some music roll, jump on a project, and then just like stare at the movie from from time to time because I think it's beautiful. I think this is a beautifully shot design movie, and it's just sad. It's sad that uh, everyone had the Last Jedi as a follow up to this because. Between this and Force Awakens, you know, it seemed like Disney could do no wrong with Star Wars, and everyone was happy. Uh, look, I still back Force Awakens. I back this movie. I think anyone who um, might have seen it that doesn't like it, you know, like I, I, I believe this movie gets better with every viewing. I believe uh, it's nuanced. I believe that that the story weaves and is deep. And it takes a couple of viewings to visualize the story. And I say that, you know, like I've been trying to define exactly what happens to me when a movie clicks. And I think it really is to, I'm, I'm able to like see the threads and think through the movie. And I can watch the movie and I know scene for scene of like what's happening, what are we doing, where are we going. And it's, look, do some movies fail and some movies do it better? 100%. And, you know, I think this movie moves at a certain pace. It's hard to actually keep track. And I don't think it's it's uh, confusing. It's not a confusing story. I, don't th- I think most of these movies don't have confusing stories at all. I think they have very simple stories. But this one, uh, it's almost like a flower. Like, it just blossoms every time you watch it. And, and, and you know, scene to scene exactly what's happening what to expect and you can just sit back and enjoy it and in in to its core to its essence that's really what the intent of star wars should always be right it should be to thrill and to enjoy and to explode the imagination any other purpose for like for a star wars movie outside of that you're ice skating uphill you're fighting a unwinnable battle you have to go into the story room of a Star Wars feature wanting to thrill the audience, wanting to blow their minds with awesome stuff. They they had the intent with this movie, and they nailed it. Uh, I'll probably be watching this movie shortly after this recording because <laughs> just talking about it makes me want to go check it out. But look, everyone, this is episode 276 of AKA Pads Audio with that Dacity podcast. We're marching through... All the Star Wars movies leading into a, uh, you know, a breakdown of the the Rise of Skywalker, uh, which relatively broke all of the franchise. <laughs> if it really wasn't for Mandalorian, if the Mandalorian didn't hit the way it did, if Baby Yoda didn't become an instant meme, I don't know. I mean, it would be really, like, very much of a sad state. But I, I also feel like Star Wars is within a cycle. And it's dipping. I've seen it dip before. You know. So what's the, what's the big deal? We're going to get more Star Wars. More opportunities for these guys to do exactly what I just said. To thrill us. So next episode. 277. We're talking The Last Jedi. The film that really divided the core. That divided the audience. Always deserves discussion because there's a lot about that movie I back that I like 
and there's a lot that I don't um, that I just don't think fits within the uh, you know the idea of Star Wars or represents what Star Wars should be. And you know, a lot of this comes from a uh, there's a personal investment when it comes to Star Wars, and we want to see it pay off. And we did not get that. No one got that with Last Jedi. I think the only people that got that with Last Jedi were people that, you know, somewhat agreed with the politics and the agenda of that movie. And they needed to validate it. They needed to excuse it. So they doubled down, which is common, yeah. So, look, everyone, we're going to talk Last Jedi. Then it's going to be Solo. Then it's going to be Rise of Skywalker. And then... I'm not sure. <laughs> it might be Bad Boys. Uh, Bad Boys for Life opens uh, this this week, and I really, I really want to see it. God, I lo- I love all three of those movies. I mean, <laughs> two of those movies. Correction, two of those movies. I don't know about the third one yet. Uh, I every time I I hear Bad Boys for Life, I'm thinking it's the fourth one. But anyway, moving on. I love you, rock and roll, and thanks for joining me. Until next time. This is AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast.